Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, the first of our May GMG VB. Nope, I messed that up. GMG VGBC <laughs> spoiler casts or Good Morning Guys Video Game Book Club spoiler cast in 2022. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, after, and evening, or night as we discuss Celeste. That's right, we are giving our thoughts reminiscing about the very emotional story and difficult gameplay that tested many of our patiences. Patiences? Can you do patience, plural? I don't know if that's how it works. But I think so. It's just patience. I'm going with it. Just patience? So you can you can say tested our patience? Yep. I think multiple yep. people have multiple patiences. Yeah. Sounds I'm, right. I'm going to go with Nate. I think multiple patiences is correct. So, it's a bold strategy, uh, <laughs> Let's see if it pays <laughs> off. Uh, as we climbed, back to what we're talking about, as we climbed one of the most beautiful and sometimes seemingly insurmountable digital mountains in existence, I am your GMG host tonight, uh, the reluctant selfie-taking mountaineer and transition climber, Leo Ham Swisher. Also with me, uh, my GMG brother in arms, with uh, battling in his heart, double dash jumping on his brain and strawberries in his whole stomacho. Marceline Boucher. Marceline. That's, That's right. That one's gonna, <laughs> I don't know if that one will stick like Old Man That's Jenkins, but I'm old hoping. Old Man Jenkins. <laughs> now, you're, now you're Old Man Marceline Boucher. Dang it. Now i got to try to fit that into my Discord. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, finally, we have a guest this evening. First mm-hmm. time guesting with us who is easily a Celeste Climbing Pro that will probably cackle at our amateur attempts at climbing Mount Celeste. He is a liker of video games, a writer of music, and a GMG joiner that goes by the handle Lord Zucor, the none other than Granny Nate Engberg. Aloha, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> oh, I like that. Nice. That was a very nice uh, laughing interpretation. Yeah. Should've, maybe I should have called you Granny and called Nate Natalin. Natalin Engberg. I don't have any sound effects for Natalie. No. Alright, I'm Theo, so I'll be like oh, blah, 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 blah. You know though, I was at work today and I was cleaning off a bin, as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just you saw a bin that was dirty and you're like, I gotta clean that off. That's well, not, I work in a cleaner, but that's beside the point. All right. But Fair I was enough. cleaning it off and I was rubbing it like harder to get the dirt off, and I'm like Wow, this sounds a lot like Mr. Oshiro right now. <laughs> yeah, it does. Maybe I should have called you Mr. Nate Shiro. Oh, Hamburg. yes. My hotel is the fanciest. And I don't doubt it. clothes everywhere. Nice. Uh, so before we get into the you know nitty gritty with uh, Celeste, uh, Nate, we need to learn more about you. Not everybody knows who you are. Not everybody's in our Discord, which if you're not, Feel free to click that link in the yeah, old show notes. Join us. Come on. We are, we're talking about all kinds of fun stuff over there, uh, whether life, games, uh, you name it. Dad jokes. We got them, mm-hmm. we got them on and popping every day. Uh, but yeah, so for those that don't know you, don't know who you are, uh, you need to answer, of course, the world-renowned question, who is your daddy and what does he do? Hmm. 
Well, my daddy is now retired as of last year. Oh, thank All God right. he's not dead. That's a, that's a common. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a where we've start. been, we've been going for retirement start. lately. I'm pretty sure the last one or two people said that their dad was retired and Mark yes. exhaled just like he did <laughs> yes. just now. He did work in the uh, dairy industry for All right. several years before he nice. retired. He was the milk truck guy. So okay. uh, that's what he does. All right. Nice. Yeah. Now he hangs out with the grandchildren mostly. That's his favorite thing. Hey, that's there you go. Yeah. The grandparents I know, that's the only thing they want to talk about. You ask them oh, about anything sure. else and they're like, I don't know. It's stupid. They're like, oh, but my grandkids. Great story about my grandson. Exactly. The other day, we were playing ball and it was fantastic. That's wait, practically you, every story. Wait, are you a grandfather? Are you really talking no, about your I grandson? Was, I was oh, okay. imitating my dad there, but <laughs> okay. that's not how he sounds at all. No, it's a good try, though. I mean, I wouldn't know the difference, so yeah, exactly. I thought it was no, a great impression. No baseline. Nope. Uh, but besides your dad, what do you do, Nate? How do you? Uh, how did you stumble upon the Good Morning Guys? Tell us just you know a little bit about yourself. Oh, yeah. All right. So I've been a longtime listener to the Married to the Games podcast. Yep. Both of you definitely predate me, as I've found out through listening to the backlog. And let's see. I was... It was your first year into the GMG guys. And I think you had posted that you had started some episodes, but I wasn't expanding my podcast repertoire quite yet. Gotcha. But then I got a new job and need more podcasts. And so you guys were about 20 episodes in when I started. And I'm like, well, it's only 20 episodes. So I'm going to go back to the beginning and catch up. And I think I got there by about episode 45, if I remember right. All right. Nice. It was nice. just before your one-year episode. And yeah, been a long-time listener, long-time joiner. Um, first-time caller. First-time caller. That's so good to be <laughs> yeah. here, I guess. I'm so glad you called. Yes. Where, uh, whereabouts do you live in the, uh, in the States? I live in the maybe a state of Idaho. Ah, okay. And I say that because who knows, really? It's definitely not a place you can move to. No? No. You wouldn't recommend it? Do you love potatoes? <laughs> oh, I would recommend it. It's just a fantasy land, so it probably oh, okay. doesn't exist. <laughs> nice. Okay, fair enough. It's the, actually Idaho, I want to say maybe the first few times either I talked to Tim or we talked about Tim on the show, I like to say he was from Idaho. But now we have a, now that I know for sure we have someone who's from Idaho, I can be like, oh, nope, yeah. that's that's Nate, not Tim. Oh, yeah. Tim's from Iowa. He is a, he's a, one of them Hawk, Hawkeyes? That is no? a very common mistake. Iowa Hawkeyes, is that the right, is that the You're right word? You're asking the wrong person. I was going to say Jayhawks, no but that's Kansas. Come on, Mark. People say, oh yeah, Idaho, that's, <laughs> That's next to Iowa, right? And we say, no. yeah. <laughs> Roundabouts. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's in the same country. You got, you're at least there. It's, so. cl- it's not even close. No. <laughs> How many miles away is it, Iowa? Mm, and, uh, probably it's a, like 2,000 or so. Oh, yeah. It's like we're practically neighbors. Spin distance. Yeah, that's for sure. For sure. All right. Well, unfortunately, we did not, we did not, you know, get together tonight to talk about the gloriousness of Idaho, uh, potatoes, or Very spitting. Good. So we're going to move on from that. Thank you for leading us down that 
rabbit trail. Nate, you're already Always. blending in. You're already in. You're just an honorary member of the Good Morning Guys. Uh, we are so glad to have you with us, and we are so glad to talk about Celeste tonight. Um, we're as is tradition. We're going to start out by talking about our spoiler-free reviews, our ratings, kind of give just an overall picture, a painting as it were. And then after that, we're going to jump right in. So this is your chance to kind of get a taste. Dear Joiner. if you haven't played Celeste, you're, you're welcome to stick around for the next few minutes. But once we start getting the spoilers, I really recommend, I know we emphasize this every time, but for Celeste especially, it needs to be experienced first before you talk about it. So yep. I want to really encourage you. We're going to say some things that might, you know, whet your appetite, get you interested. Go play it. It's not a super long game. It's It ain't no like you know, Red Dead Redemption, where you need 100 hours, or Persona 5 Royale, where you need 120 hours to get anywhere. This is like a simple game, less than 10 hours, unless you're really bad at video games, and then you can turn on the the extra stuff, so it can take you like seven hours to do it. So, yep. Uh, so yeah, so let's um, jump into the, uh, the old spoiler-free reviews. Uh, Nate, as our guest, do you want to go first, or do you want Mark to go first? Let's get, let's, before I go first, Mark, you go first. Okay. Ah, there you go. Uh, I like it. I like it. So uh, being the guy here who um, I guess kind of has, you know, mental health things that he deals with, uh, this, I mean, I mean, I know everybody deals with mental health in some capacity. I just know I happen to take medication for said thing. Um, right. But, um you know, as somebody who, who deals with that kind of anxiety and, and all that kind of stuff, um, this game immediately hit home for me. Um, you know, a lot of the things that are, that are talked about in the story, um, are very much an accurate portrayal of someone who deals with anxiety and someone who's looking to overcome that anxiety. And I love how they basically sum up that idea in the main character, essentially, I, I don't know if this is like a spoiler. Spoiler. I mean, this is this is the main thrust of an idea. She's. she's I mean, cl- <laughs> she's climbing a mountain. Sorry. That's uh, that's not a spoiler. You're okay. good. Yeah. So, spoiler. But don't get much further, or it might as well be. We might as well just you know get into spoilers. Well, yeah. So that's the gist of the game. You're climbing a mountain. Ta-da. Yep. You are. Um, you are. But um, yeah. And they and they do it tastefully in such a way where you you feel for each and every one of the characters, um, you know the gameplay of course is is fantastic. You know it's your it's your side scrolling you know platforming kind of game, but they 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 bring in all sorts of different twists uh, to you know make things interesting, new new power ups uh, and abilities and things like that. Um, lots and lots of strawberries. Um, so many strawberries. So many strawberries. Strawberries for days. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I absolutely love this game. They they did such a fantastic job with it. I, honestly, I'm trying to think of things that I don't like about it, and I really can't think of anything. Um, yeah, I I, I honestly, I know I kind of wish it was longer, maybe, but I yeah. Um, so you, you're saying you give it like a five out of ten, then? Yeah, middle what, of the road. Rate it middle of the road. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to say this is this is ten out of ten. I have no reason to knock it. Nice. Ten out of ten strawberries. 
seems a little on the nose, but we'll accept it. Yep. <laughs> it's perfect. All right. Uh, you know what? Before you go ahead, Nate, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to save the best for Yoink. last. You know what? You go ahead, Lucas. Didn't see that coming, did you? Oh. All right. Never. Uh, the side-scrolling genre is my bread and butter. Like, it is my jam. I, for whatever reason, you can't give me a side-scroller now. I need to preface what I'm about to say with, I have not played uh, whatever it's called. Cuphead, thank you. Uh, I haven't played Cuphead yet, so not very much of it. So I don't know that I can say this beyond the shadow of a doubt. But I've never run into a side-scroller that I couldn't take down with persistence, tenacity, uh, just pulling up them sleeves and and powering through. Uh, This game was definitely not easy. It was very frustrating at times, especially when I was streaming it and people were asking questions or making comments. I'm trying to have conversation. And then eventually I was like, okay, put on the blinders. I need to, I need to focus people. Leave me alone. Um, it, it got tough for sure. And, and I appreciated though how they, they didn't, I, I honestly went in thinking they were going to layer the movesets. And by the end you were like pressing all the buttons. Yeah. But it somehow stayed simple, but mm-hmm. but continued to build in mm-hmm. in in gameplay mechanics without giving you like you know you have these games where it's like you start with just this and then oh now we're gonna add this move and that move all of a sudden it's like a guacam you know guacamelee where you have like seven different ways to attack and then they give you a an area where you have to use all seven different moves in order to get to the end. And this wasn't like that. And I was kind of glad. I can't imagine how hard it would have been if they would have super layered it too much. But uh, it was, it was like Mark said, I really can't think of a bad thing about it. Uh, the music was just so varied and so masterfully done. The animation was fluid. Um, usually when games do jibber-jabber sounds for talking, I am not a fan. I'm looking at you, we games where they're like me 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 of course i do like that dude from muppets uh beaker beaker yeah yeah i mean he's he's classic he's the original but anybody else is like fake but the way they even you know with the voices that were nonsensical the jibber jabber each character had distinct jibber jabber sounds and they just i don't know they they did even that masterfully um Mm -hmm. i love the main character she was perfectly named uh, which I'll save that for the spoiler part because I don't want to get into that too much. But uh, it's officially on my top five goat list, um, right behind Hades and Final Fantasy VII Remake. So it's a ten out of ten, uh, ten out of ten selfies. Nice. So that's what I inappropriately timed selfies. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say it should be a little <laughs> more than just a selfie. It's not a normal selfie. It's a inappropriately timed one. Good call. All right, Nate. Thoughts? All right, you're up. Well, I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off because I'm ready to admit that this is my favorite game of all time. Whoa! Ooh, there it nice. is. Nice. I'm it so is. glad we invited you to this. If you would have been yes. like, I hate this game, I would have been like, oh, man, what did we do? Well, we've got the voice of reason here. No. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. I may be a little biased, but uh, for a long time, I've been saying this is in my top five games of all time. But this last replay... I'm just smiling the whole time I'm playing it. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure this one's actually at the top of the list. So I'm not a, I'm not as much of a story person in video games. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I grew up on like Super Mario 64, Mario right. Kart, Smash Bros. And um, so being the Nintendo way, they always put mechanics over story, basically. Right. right. Yeah. Yep. Save the Ga- princess. Gameplay is king. Yep, exactly. Yep. And so the gameplay in this game is what really hooked me. And like Lucas said, uh, you get the simple move set at the beginning of the game. And that's basically it. There's maybe one or two power ups as you go. But uh, that move set is what will get you through the entire game. Yeah. And just the satisfaction of uh, mastering that move set and then climbing the mountain is what really hooked me and uh, gives me that endorphin rush of satisfaction. That For being sure. said, uh, I did make sure to read through all the dialogue on my last playthrough, and the story does really hold up as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Wait, did you skip the dialogue the first time around? No, I did not. I just. Oh, okay. I just wanted you to mention. You paid extra careful it, attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, that I makes made sense. sure not to skip it. Yeah, this is a replay. Twice. This is this is definitely. A replayable, replayable game, highly replayable. I'm going to get the platinum on this baby. So, mm. yes, my rating is for sure 11 out of 10. There we wow. go. Wow. Cranked so it up to 11. Wow. Hearts. Okay. You spinal tapped that. Okay. Beyond perfect exceeds no. expectations. Yeah. That's like, this blew you away. That's, uh, yeah, no, I definitely have not found. I think I want to say that. You know, and this is transitioning us to, you know, spoiler territory. We're going to, we do have actually one more official review to share in audio form. So we're going to gear that up. Mark's going to line up all the eggs. So line up all the eggs. I don't think that's how that works. Not line really, up all the, but we'll go the with baskets. That. You're going to, you're going to put all the eggs in the basket so we can hear the review. I don't know you, what I'm saying. You're, okay. You're going to hear somebody talk. The wheels <laughs> are falling off. Uh, no, but, uh, I've totally forgot where I was going with that. What were we talking about? So Chris. Yeah, Chris is. No, but I was going to say something right before that about the game. What were you talking about before? Let's see. I said 11 out of 10. 11, yeah. In Crystal Hearts. Oh, the collectibles. Uh, I I totally went in thinking in the first chapter or two, I was like, I'm going to get these strawberries. I'm going to look for these B-side, C-side, like these little collectibles. This is cool. And by the third or fourth chapter, I'm like, I don't know. And by the last couple chapters, I was like, you know what? Forget you, strawberries. You're, you're the worst. Like it was. It <laughs> was just like you. I went through the the stages of grief. This I went through a lot of anger and just was like, you know what? I'm gonna platinum this, but I'm definitely gonna use the good old. Uh, there's extra accessibility features that you can mm-hmm. act, you can use. I am gonna be using those babies <laughs> to get the platinum. So yeah, when I uh, when I did my first uh, time playing this i did it without all of that and if i remember correctly did it when they first dropped that the game did it have those the accessibility yeah. options it might have been a little later update but i didn't play it right at the beginning so i couldn't i didn't either so i feel like it came later because i feel like it didn't have those yeah um first time yeah and uh, I don't know what it was. I think I just moved on to something else. Um, not that I didn't like the game, but then this time, for purposes of of playing through the story and just wanting to enjoy it, yeah, flip those babies right on. <laughs> oh no, yeah. 
So yep. for me, I intended to ignore the strawberries on this playthrough. I'm like, all right, I need to make sure I get through the whole game um, before the end of the month, you know, for the May game of the month. But like, I found that an integral part of my experience was actually the strawberries. Like there's one or two that I saw and I skipped them and, and it hurt. <laughs> I just love the strawberries so You'd much. You regretted it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are probably my favorite part of the game is that bonus challenge of getting them. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's cool. I mean, you definitely, you have, there's proof in the pudding because you got the most heart you got the most strawberries of at least any of the main people that were talking about the game during the book club month uh you got 130 out of 175 strawberries that's impressive that's impressive uh to go up against that uh i got 53 out of 175 i could have easily gotten another 25 but like i said the last couple chapters i just i saw those strawberries and had to instant anger, fury. I was like, no, PTSD I'm not. type stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, how many strawberries did you collect? Do you remember, Mark, off 51. the top of your head? 51. Ooh, we were close. I was only beat you by two. Yep. Uh, and then coming in a very distant last place, uh, our our guy that's going to give his review here in a sec, uh, Chris the Rock got 10. He, uh, <laughs> he definitely ignored the strawberries. Uh, his pie at the end, which it, we'll talk about that towards the end, but his pie at the end was pretty much just dough with a uh, strawberry, like, you know, just kind of spread throughout a thin layer of strawberry jam. So, yeah. Uh, but before we get into any more spoilers, kind of talking through, you know, the stories, the, high, the ups, the downs, a lot of downs, if you know the story, but um, we're going to have uh, Chris give his review. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Chris The Rock. Thank you for squeezing me in. Uh, I hope you're having a great spoiler cast so far. Um, my little review of Celeste is uh, that that basically I heard pretty much only great things uh, of this game. Uh, didn't know exactly what it was gonna look like or play like, um, but I knew I knew it was good and it had. Uh, good gameplay and some good heart. Uh, and uh, I have to say I was not disappointed at all. I have not played that many uh, little platformers like that. So based on my limited uh, experience with those games, it, it reminded me, the gameplay reminded me a lot of uh, Super Meat Boy. Um, because they're, they're both fast-paced little games that you if you die you come back really quickly so you can die a hundred times but it's still it's still quick and uh no loading no anything so you can try 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 until you succeed uh which is really nice and in both games you can kind of stick to walls and stuff so uh uh yeah gameplay wise uh such a good game such a fun game it's challenging but fair uh you just sometimes have to understand what you're supposed to do uh to succeed because it doesn't seem to work at first so there's a little bit of a puzzle element added to the skill-based game um and uh yeah story-wise what a good um i think i think you guys are putting me in the middle so I can go a bit spoilery, but when I thought about it, there's not that that much 
details of the story or spoilers uh, that I'd like to talk about, but it's mostly how uh, how re really charming the main character is, uh, how she has mental challenges, problem with confidence. Uh, you really see that like um, dual, not dual personality, but it's pictured as dual personality. All of her self-doubt is uh, represented as a separate physical person uh, at some point in the game. And it's, it's the, the little fight, that internal fight you have with yourself, those little voices that tell you you're not good enough, uh, you're never going to make it. Uh, so they, they have a physical representation of that little voice uh, in all our heads. So uh, really, really cool how they, they can reconcile uh, and, and be at peace with each other existing. And when they're at peace, they, they can kind of merge back and be extremely powerful. So it's, it's a, a very cool metaphor, um, you know, for... for Mental issues, self-doubt, uh, very, very cute, uh, heartwarming game. Uh, so I give it uh, nine strawberries uh, out of ten, even though I, I picked up almost no strawberries and my pie uh, looked really sad. I hope you guys have a nice uh, rest of your spoiler cast. Cheers! I couldn't agree with you more, Chris, and uh, I, I appreciate your ringing endorsement of uh, Celeste. So, all right, guys, um, we are going to jump right in. Uh, we're just pretty much going to touch on each chapter and just, you know, little highlights. It's, it's, while it's a really in-depth story, it's not something that, you know, each moment has something going on, but I kind of feel like each chapter has pretty special moments and, you know, you just kind of chime in. Uh, I'm going to refresh your memories. I took exhaustive notes when I played this game because pretty quickly on, I realized that this was going to be a special game. And the reason I knew this was because uh, in the first chapter of Forsaken City, you you start out, you meet this old lady who's cackling at you and pretty much telling you, yeah, good luck, you're not going to make it. Uh, after this, it gives you a setup for kind of the basics of the controls. Shh. Rayla, you're not invited to this spoiler cast. Um, <laughs> it gives you the basics of the controls and how to control Madeline, who is the title character. Uh, and the reason I like the name Madeline is because of Ross from Friends. Madeline! Do you guys remember anyone? <laughs> Friends? No. Yes? No? Nope. Fair nope. enough. Wrong it's, uh, it's actually, it's, he's referencing the, cookie, the Madeline cookies, and he just says it in a funny way. But anyways. Mm. Yeah. But, but in that first part, you run into another side character who becomes a main character called Leon, and you have a conversation with him. He's by a crash plane, just hanging out by the fire, and, and you talk to him, and then he's just like, all right, nice to meet you. And then if you keep pressing the circle button, you'll have more conversations with him. Yeah. And they're, and they're unique. They're not just like, you know, you get these games where you press the circle button or you press the conversation button, and it just repeats the same thing over and over again, and it doesn't. It keeps... You keep divulging more information, showing some character development. And from that point, I was like, okay, this is cool. And uh, as we already talked about, the voices were really cool. 
what did you guys think of the Forsaken City, the first opening area? Did you feel a little intimidated that this was the first level and that it got pretty tough? Like I died like 50 times and I was like, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it felt like I died a lot. Is his name Leon or Leo before we get to? I think it's Leon. Okay. Double checking quick to the Google machine. Google. Yep. Double check. But I think it's Leon, even though I called myself Leo Ham Swisher at the beginning of the show at the top. Okay. I should have called myself leon ham swisher i think it's leon i think madeline might call him leo i'm not sure in any case yeah yeah the first level is great um you've got that like a tiny little introduction just getting into the cave um and then once you start climbing it forces you to use the mechanics right away there's some jumps you can't make without uh without using the boost um so for the beginner, just figuring out how to use the boost. And then you fall into that first pit the first time and you're like, oh, well, here we go. Yeah. At least it's, I've always appreciate the games like Rayman or like Chris mentioned, Super Meat Boy, where it's like quick turnover. You die and you immediately just start where you left off. For the most part, there are areas right. where you can get most of the way. And then if you die, you go to the back at the very beginning of that area. But for the most part, it's very forgiving. And, right. uh, and, and letting you try again. And that's a great thing about this game is it's instead of level-based, it's room-based. Right. And so once you clear a room, you don't have to do that room again, which is super nice. Very um, thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the refresh when you die is what, like two, one and a half seconds, if that? Yeah. If that. It's pretty yeah. Quick. Yeah, I so. knew it was going to be that kind of a game when there when there's a death counter. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, oh yeah, that kind of a game. By the Here way, uh, it's not Leo or Leon. What? what? It's oh, Theo. it's Theo. Theo. Yeah, I knew it as soon as you said it. I was <laughs> sticking. I think uh, it had been too long since I actually played the game. I finished it a number of weeks ago, and then I I remember I when I was writing out my notes, it autocorrected to Leon, and I'm like, I'll fix it later. And then, yep, later on, it says Theo. Yep. So that's why I called myself Leo, because his name is Theo. So Baby Zucor says hello. Hello, baby Zucor. Hey. Thank you, Marcus. Yep. Mark Fact. That was a little late, but yeah. It's all good. Indeed. 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 Yeah. And then I you're, the other feature you have or other gameplay mechanic is the wall grab. Which she's got like she's got I'd say she's got, you know, Nate. Uh, Nate Drake, Nathan Drake levels of grip for being able to grab onto like just sheer drops. Like she can just grab onto the rocks with her bare hands. Like, nails. Must be the yeah. fingernails. Maybe she got long fingernails. She just kind of pokes <laughs> them in there and grabs it. So yeah, Madeline's a pretty cool character from the beginning. You can tell she's like doubting herself, but at the same time, she's like, I really want to do this. Like she's very determined, but she... She definitely shows that she's not much of a people person when she meets Theo, which we will not call him Leo anymore or Leon. I don't know where Leon, I mean, I know where Leon came from, but this is Resident Evil. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, the Forsaken City is kind of the opening. You, you know, you've, you definitely get your fair share of dying. You get some strawberries. I think I got half the strawberries. Um, and then the next chapter is called The Old Site. And that's where I, I quickly increased my death count um, 
in in this part of the game you are standing you you eventually get to a mirror and i remember in the area right before the mirror i don't remember why it was so hard but i died like 30 times trying to get to that stinking mirror and then i finally got to it and i was like yes i beat the level yeah it was one of those things where like you can um you know you keep trying to do the same thing over and over again and it keeps not working and and you're like okay at some point we need to figure out this is the definition of insanity <laughs> yeah, exactly and, and you need to try something else yeah uh, there was one there was one portion of that where I like I kept trying to do the same thing like if I just do it a little farther just a little and I realized more. there was like a whole other mechanic that I needed to use <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> yeah yep. I had that with the crystal sometimes I was like oh there's another crystal right there I could just use that and not like force myself to jump as far yep. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. So but the game this... is also designed in a way that sometimes you can skip the crystals, which it's true. You can on your second playthrough, you're like, oh, I oh don't yeah, need you anymore. Oh, it's a speedrunner's yeah. paradise. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely gives you some flexibility in that regard. And I could, I could identify that, but I couldn't do that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I was just like, exactly. I can see where that might be possible, but it's not happening for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, in the first, like we said, in the first area, they, they give you the basics. And then in the next area, they step it up a bit. And then for me, they'd bring a totally different gameplay, not a gameplay mechanic, but uh, an aspect of the game where I just thought I was just going to climb Mount Celeste. And that was it. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, hey, the mountain's going to get harder and harder as you get to the top. But it becomes something different because, like I mentioned with the mirror, you get to the mirror and I'm like, hey, I beat the level. Good job, me. And all of a sudden, this is where you meet Badalyn. I didn't know she was called this, but the official name for uh, this character is Badalyn. She's Madeline's shadow self. It's and... it's weird because they don't they don't ever call her by that name in the game. It's it's like always part of me, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I guess the I guess the devs and and the community have just come to know her as as Badalyn. But... Yeah, just to give her a name. Yep. Yep. But yeah, so you you see your reflection, and your reflection is red-eyed, dark, creepy, very goth, uh, a very pragmatic doppelganger that all of a sudden is chasing you. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I do not like to be chased. So I immediately begin to panic a little bit. Not like seriously panic, but in the game, like you just start screaming and and be like, whoa, what are you doing? No, get away. And like running away and getting really nervous. And uh, anytime I got chased, which it becomes a theme through the rest of this game. Yep. And even though as much as I don't like it, it should have been a negative. At the same time, I enjoyed the variety where it wasn't just climbing and trying to navigate something. It was also being chased. Sometimes you were the one chasing, which we'll get to later. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah what did you guys think of this area? And then like, that introducing that area and i think it's in the same area where like you're you're getting chased by one battle but then you start getting chased by yes. several <laughs> uh-huh and, yeah. and it makes it that much harder um and and you've got to you've got to try to navigate without running into the other ones uh, yep. while they're basically repeating the same moves as you exactly um, pattern recognition yep so uh, it definitely gets pretty complicated um, and I think up to that point, I was actually still, I still had the accessibility settings turned off. Um, so I, that, that part got super frustrating for me, right? Um, especially when the multiples came in, but, 
Um, yeah. But yeah, it's still like the the mechanics that they bring in. Um, it makes sense for the game, and it and it brings enough flavor to where it's not like overkill and you know like this this sucks i hate this i'm gonna quit this game right (laughs) um but um but yeah no i i absolutely loved this this portion and i I love the introduction of this character um just in the fact that you know from a story point of view like she definitely portrays a lot of the 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 negative aspects of you know the the doubting anxious parts of a lot of our, uh, a lot of the things in us um somebody who's all who's like super pragmatic someone who's you know super negative nancy and yeah and, you don't need anyone else yeah you only um, need me yeah and and you know just constantly doubting and and you know down on yourself and all that kind of stuff so uh yeah yeah, there's definitely a lot in that that's that's super true. You can tell they they did some research on on this type of character or they're coming from a personal experience already. Um but but yeah, I I love this so far. Yep. Nate, what did you think of uh Badalyn? Yeah, at, I least like... at the beginning. Yes. Um I like the introduction of Badalyn as well. Um the if I'm remembering back to my first time playing, it was very similar to yours, where she's running into you every time you stop. You're like, oh, this is a new area. What do I do? You take a step and then she runs into you. Um, yeah. Game of death tag, I guess. Yep. Um, but the Pretty whole much. time, she's the reason she actually starts chasing you is because she's saying, oh, hey, it's why are you doing this this is a dumb thing to do why are you climbing a mountain you should go home we should go home yeah stop being ridiculous and so the character immediately is speaking to the self-doubt um that madeline is trying to overcome here right and so um then the ending every level has a boss level so Madeline is the boss section of this level yep and so the perseverance is another word that hasn't come up yet um right of madeline to get past this section and uh to the end of this level and escape from madeline for for a time is one of the very exciting parts about this level yeah and it's something you know that maybe i caught on to later but uh really connecting to the fact too of just how you know you guys have already said that it's kind of the negative side of her and and it's the 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 side that we all have that we can't get rid of and it's just kind of an ever-present presence and again we're gonna as you get further onto the story i think that kind of connection gets pretty powerful and gets really personal and gets uh cathartic to deal with um in the story and in real life so Um, but once you do escape battling in this, uh, moment, you then get eaten by a furry floaty monster and you wake up because Madeline was just having a dream and it wasn't in reality. It was all a dream. Yeah. So from there you journey across a bridge, I think, or you make your way to the right and you (laughs) wind up in celestial hotel. 
Um, oh yes. This intros the red blobbies, which I was not a fan of. Oh yeah. Uh, nope. Just just going back and forth, moving around. You touch anything red, and you immediately are toast. Um, and here they also introduce us to Mr. Oshiro, who is a. It's pretty much. Um, uh, what's his face from Six Sense? Uh, Bruce. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis's character, who's not aware that he's a ghost, you know. So yeah. Uh, it, it's a spoilers yeah. for a sixth sense. Well, it's been so long, people. If you haven't seen it by now, <laughs> then you really you you deserve that. So yep. yes, spoilers for that. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Oshiro is the caretaker of a hotel. He's not aware that he's a ghost, but he kind of I think is the first time that Madeline gets to see herself and someone else. And so you got a guy who Mr. Oshiro is very interesting because he will talk to you. Or he talks to Madeline and then there's always a, a shift where he's looking away and then he's saying what he's really thinking, where he's like, she thinks you're an idiot or like all muttering that different self yeah, yeah, muttering to himself. I like how that comes across in the smaller text. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then and then the pictures even like like the game is very it's it's almost somewhere between eight and sixteen bit. Like yeah. it's very fluid, but the the animations for your characters that jump and move around are very much like a Sprite. A twelve-bit sprite, sprite-based. But when you get to the pictures of the the characters you're talking to themselves, I thought their animation was very beautiful, mm-hmm. um, and 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 the expressions they gave. It wasn't just a static face; it would change depending on what they were saying, what they're doing. And Mr. Shiro would he'd like have a shadow over his face, where he's just like you could just tell he's like he's used to being by himself and talking to himself all the time. Yep. Um, yeah, what did you guys think of the hotel area and helping Mr. Oshiro clean up and make it to your master suite? I have to agree with you, Lucas, that the red blobbies are my bane. Oh, Anything yeah. that moves in a circle is oh, just the dude. hardest thing to time and jump around. Yeah, those were rough sometimes, jumping those platforms with the circling red blobbies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. so this is like the biggest timing-based level, I would say. Yeah. Just because of the red blobbies. And they're like moving up and down, back and forth, and you have to jump around them and through them and um, and then fall to your death or get run into them. And so, yeah, those are definitely the ones that, while this is – like an excellent level i do not like the red blobbies <laughs> and this is where i turn the accessibility on oh nice <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense yeah i i was i was about done i was like you know what i'm i'm not gonna kill myself literally over this too much yeah. um mm-hmm. so i was like i'm just gonna enjoy the story and flip all that on and Go for the rye. Just go. Well, there you go. And at some points, you're like, man, I'm really feeling like I'm cheating myself. But at the same time, it's like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. As much as you can take in this game, this is definitely a game you want to suffer a little bit because it does very intimately connect to the story. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's better to experience the story than it is to be like, you know what? I'm taking a break. You you want to see it through. So if the accessibility helped you do that, no, no judging from from our end so um and mr oshiro gets some free labor out of us yeah he does and i and i you know while he does definitely get free labor i really appreciated this for two reasons this chapter because one it shows the character of madeline 
Mm -hmm. Uh, she's like, you know, I want to help this guy. Even when Theo is like climbing into the vent and he's like, come on, let's get out of here. And she's like, no, I need to help Oshiro. And, and, and at the same time you see, I think an indication of for some personalities and some people, it's easier to help others than it is to help yourself. And so Mm. she can ignore her problems. She can just ignore, Hey, I got this battling character that I have no idea why she's after me or why, whatever, but I can help Oshiro. And Mm -hmm. so pretty much the level is you navigating the blobbies and helping clean up, clearing out all the books and uh, making your way to your room only to be like, okay, I'm leaving. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Back door and get out. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, from there you escape, but before you can escape, Mr. Oshiro is like, why are you leaving? And then enters our favorite battling to not only ruin everything, but to pretty much tick Mr. Oshiro off. And yet again, another moment where it goes from, this is a fun little platformer to, oh my gosh, I'm being attacked by a crazy man. <laughs> yes, battling casts vicious mockery. And uh, then he definitely retaliates. Yeah, by growing a big head, he looked like a vampire. Mm-hmm. And then he just he just floats around diving at you and trying to i don't know hit you eat you i couldn't figure out what he was doing but it was not nice things whatever it was you needed to get away from it (laughs) yes yep and so you have a this one's a little different because this one is more like the the old school mario levels where the it automatically scrolls yeah the auto scroll level so you just kind of had to like jump along and Mm -hmm. avoid i think it did or maybe you just had to run through and i don't know it, it was different because with uh, with Madeline, she would or with Madeline, she would follow your moves and just do what you did. And with him, he would just he would float up and down, follow your level, and then eventually he would he would, he would dive at you. you. And you could I jump thought, on his head for an extra boost. You could. I was I discovered that accidentally for sure. Yep. I did not think of that myself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a fun level. Yeah, this boss section was built in longer chunks for the most part. Um, yes. similar to more of a Mario level in that you had to make it through a lot more of the section, particularly on the last room before you were able to make it out alive. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole time you got to jump over that guy's head. So he doesn't eat you. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, from there, the next chapter was called the golden Ridge and uh, was this remind me I'm getting the transitions mixed up. Was this, I think this was before the gondola ride yet. Right. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. We're still trying to make our way to the gondola, uh, to, to ride up further up to the summit, closer to the summit. So with golden Ridge, it's pretty much a bunch of wind, mm-hmm. uh, floating platforms and clouds, uh, you know, and then bubbles as you would imagine would be in a mountain. There are bubbles that you're diving at, and then you just kind of point at a direction. Am yeah, I remembering right? Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you would go that direction. Now, I will say that one critique I have in this game is that it actually didn't have full 360 degree angling for your jumps and stuff. It only had up, down, left, right, and then halfway through each of those. So it only had, is that eight, eight directions? Eight directions. And I was not always a fan of that, even though the layout of all the levels worked with that it wasn't like it needed you to go at a 
at a certain angle to, you know, avoid the pitfalls. But sometimes I would get myself in situations where I needed to not quite go 45 degrees and definitely 90 degrees wasn't going to work. And I would want to go a little less or a little more, but it wouldn't let me. So I would say that's the only critique I have, though, that still doesn't take away from the 10 out of 10. But what'd you guys think of Golden Ridge? Any thoughts about that area, the story uh, part of that regarding the feather breathing exercise? Yeah, this level is kind of like a break after you get through the Yoshiro boss rush. Because yeah. like you're running from him and your heart's pounding and trying to get away. And um, and baby Zukor says hello. Yeah. Um, to you a lot. So yeah. <laughs> daddy, daddy, mom. Well, it reminds me of Stu. Lois, Lois. Lois, mom, mommy, <laughs> mommy. Yep. There's a few favorite words but yeah if you like starting this level immediately after playing the oshira level um the music calms down you're like ah yes this is nice and peaceful now it's like a nice little welcome break after the intensity that you just experienced for sure and so you get to kind of just yeah get through this level uh not a lot of story happening within the level it's just kind yeah. of a windy track and you got to avoid uh being blown off the high cliffs right yeah so it's it's interesting you bring up the whole um the feather thing that's that's very it's very accurate to dealing with with anxiety is is trying to focus your mind on on one particular thing um you know i've had to do some some deep breathing exercises um, mm. to where you're just focusing on, on the counting and, and, you know, breathing in for this amount of time, breathing out for this amount of time. And so that way your mind is not, uh, because when you're, when you're dealing with anxiety, it's like your, your mind is like in a constant state of flux. You can't, yeah. you can't stabilize yourself. Um, and so, you know, obviously, you know, I, I'm a person of faith. I'm, I'm a Christian. I think we, I think we all are here. Uh, we are. So, uh, you know, praying through it and, and doing these deep breathing exercises, they, they help reset your mind and focus on one thing at a time. And so I think that that whole, that whole idea of, you know, and, and the more that you focused on, on keeping the feather in the box area, like the more it just seemed like things were getting calmer like the yeah. wind and everything. It was calming to, while doing it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think they did a great job of, of illustrating that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, the, the whole thing with the bubbles, like with, with accessibility options, like stamina, like you, you have, you have perfect stamina the whole time. So those, those bubbles are merely suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the accessibility, I bet. Like uh, I don't need that. That being said, like I still had a great time with it, and I would right, tend right. to use the bubbles. But, but yeah, when when you'd really get in a pinch, it's like I don't really need to do that. But I'm just gonna hold the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you learned that feather exercise from Theo, um, and that's when you're on the gondola. I remember because you're halfway up, and Badalin starts to mess with you, and and mm-hmm. almost like makes it stall out. 
yeah. Madeline's panicking and then Theo's like just breathe imagine a feather like it was really cool like at first I thought they were going to make me blow into the controller and I was like oh. no <laughs> this came out this came out before they had that feature I think I don't think PS4 yeah. had the blow into the which I don't I think I've only the only game I've done that with is Astro's Playroom thankfully I um, remember that from the uh from the Nintendo DS days but the Switch oh, doesn't that's have true. a microphone on it yep that's true I remember that too I think it was uh what was that the link game uh the sequel to wind waker that's on the ds uh, spirit tracks spirit tracks phantom the hourglass phantom hourglass that's uh, phantom hourglass yeah nice uh so yeah so from there we get to the top of uh well we get to the end of the gondola after she masters her breathing and all that jazz Real uh, quick get, before that oh go ahead two notes this level has some of the best strawberries because of the wind mechanics. Oh yeah. Because when you're jumping with the wind, you get to go like twice as far as you normally would. So yep, that's true. That is a great level for strawberry hunting. And then I wanted to mention uh, visually the anxiety um, that she's experiencing. You you get all these like red tendrils that float in. Um, so I thought the visual touches. Um, to go along with that section were good. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And it was good. I thought it was good relational building with uh, Theo as well. Oh, yeah. Because he, you know, he kind of serves a little bit of a mentor role and uh, just really helps. You know, Theo's just a cool cat for mo- for the most part and just like, mm-hmm. hey, no worries. Let's take a selfie. It's not the right time to do it, but that's all good. <laughs> uh, always have a climbing buddy. Yeah, always. And he Theo was definitely a good climbing buddy throughout. Um, but from there, we enter the mirror temple and uh, Theo and his selfies uh, end up taking him to a mirror, hashtag blessed. And from there, we have to rescue him because he disappears and Madeline is navigating the pretty much the red bubble temple. So we had the other bubbles that would only kind of just pop you out. But then we run into these red bubbles that transport you across, up, down, all kinds of directions uh, really great level design mechanics uh, between dodging the tentacled baddies alone. Oh, no, this is later on once you find Theo. But uh, this temple was really cool because it had multiple phases. And again, like in all the levels before, there was always like part one where you're doing just navigation and then part two where they would add a little bit of a a wrinkle to it. Yep. And I especially like the second part where it became kind of an escort mission with Theo and the crystal, except yeah. you could use him as a weapon and you could like toss him at stuff and then run ahead and, and dodge and stuff. What did you guys think of the mirror temple, whether the first phase with the bubbles or the second where you're avoiding the tentacle creatures? The mirror temple is kind of where you get to see it's battling's home turf in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Because yeah, you get to see Theo's inner demons come out as well. Yeah. Um, and the mirror is like the analogy for self-reflection and letting out the things that you try to hide about yourself. Yeah, it's pretty much at some point it, it pretty much insinuates Madeline's like, I'm my own worst enemy. This is all my fault. And that's mm-hmm. kind of an, that's kind of how we feel like in life. Like who is the one that usually fulfills these these doubts and prophecies? It's ourselves. We we kind of thwart ourselves in our own plans. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I echo everything you guys said. Um, yeah, I love tossing Theo around in the crystal. crystal. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, uh, again, the level design is, is fantastic. Um, even when I had accessibility settings, like it's still a fun, fun experience going through all of that. And, and, um, yeah, just more and more of this realization that, you know, this is all going on inside her, like all the things that she, this is her, this is her own self doubt. This is her own of her own making. Um, and, and it's just very interesting to see that progress. One of the things I liked about the level design on this level is as like a temple, it's more of a labyrinth instead of a linear experience. So the first two sections, um, there's a lot more room to explore vertically and horizontally. Yeah, that um, was cool. I definitely got of, lost a few times. It exactly. almost feels like a Metroidvania kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a more mini... of a Metroid inspired yep. level for sure. Yeah, because you have to find the room that has the key that you need and do a few of those different checks and. Uh, find the right spot to get to where you need to go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, so you finally, you, uh, and I love, oh, something that I, I definitely want to note is at the end of each chapter, it would have like a little, just a little picture, like mm -hmm. to say, hey, chapter whatever completed. And then it would have all like a little drawing, little animation, just a still photograph pretty much of something. And yeah. And I love this chapter because Madeline pretty much has Theo on her back, kind of dragging oh, yeah. him out of the temple. <laughs> <laughs> he saved his butt from the the monsters and himself um yeah that was a cool that was a cool chapter indeed uh the next chapter is called reflection and one thing that was cool was it confirmed we were in canada so we were on chris the rock's home turf i don't oh, yeah. i don't know if they had mentioned that earlier in the game but i didn't realize that till this chapter I and so. i was like hey all right we're in canada and then after that you get to see the northern lights have a little nice time of sitting around the fire with Theo reflection. Uh, and it's at this point that Madeline's like, you know what? I don't need my shadow anymore. We're, we're good. I'm going to talk to her. And so she talks to her shadow. She says, Hey, I don't need you. You can go. And <laughs> this part like kind of freaked me out because at this point, uh, Madeline's like, Oh really? You don't need me. And then all of a sudden she gets like the, I'm going to destroy you face. She like, 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 like I talked about when they're talking to each other, they're like in their little boxes and it's going back and forth. And all of a sudden she starts crawling out of her pain, like her, mm -hmm. her little box, yeah. like she's coming at her and I'm like, Oh my gosh, what is going on? And she gets ticked and all of a sudden destroys your feather while you're trying to calm down and you plummet to pretty much the bottom of the mountain. Yep. yep. How, how'd you guys feel about that? Getting uh, plummeted down after really fighting your way up it's a low moment for sure but um hey hello <laughs> how did she survive that fall too that was i guess she landed in water at the bottom they were they were pillow crystals they That's were made of cotton physics. cotton crystals yeah it was yeah it, also, it only grows on celeste mountain also this is yeah this is a mystical mountain so That's not that. everything works 100 percent the same exactly oh man but like you mentioned Battling crawling out of the pain is one of the most effective uses of animation in this game. It is yeah. so good. Oh, so good. If I had like 3D glasses on or something like VR, I would have been like backing up, trying mm -hmm. to like, oh no, she's going to get me. <laughs> she's yeah. going to eat me. 
yeah, it's a real interesting uh, turn of the story just because like that's something that we we ultimately think about, right? We think that we try to, you know, can we just completely cut this, cut ties with this part of ourselves? Yep, uh, that we don't we like, just ignore it. delete it. Yep. And, and unfortunately, that's not the solution. Um, yeah. And, and, and they, they, they carry that out in, in such a, a tasteful and, and mm-hmm. interesting way um to to build the story but yeah absolutely and i knew she was gonna you know be able to crawl her way back up essentially but for sure yeah but that was definitely a low moment for for madeline yeah definitely and even you know the climb back up thankfully wasn't as long as the original climb up um i think they they made some artistic liberties where you just maybe you just skip sections uh but the climb back up is fun you know you're Uh, I really liked, um, you know, you have feathers there to kind of shoot you forward and turn you into a little fireball that, you know, moves through and you just, you grab each of the feathers to move along, which is very symbolic of, you know, the feather was broken that she was breathing, but she still has that inner power and and energy. And, and then you have these thwomps that I like to call them that pretty much reminded me of Mario. Yep. uh, Mm -hmm. But what I liked about it is that you, yeah that you use them to your advantage. You don't just mm-hmm. avoid them like you do in Mario, where if they touch you, you die, but you grab hold of them, you climb around them. I really love that mechanic. Um, I really loved when you would go underwater, the sound would change, uh, especially on headphones. This sounded really cool when I felt like I was underwater. Um, but yeah, so uh, this was a fun, this is a fun area. Uh, and that was the first phase going through the thwomps. What did you guys think of the second phase? where you're trying to make amends with uh, your your shadow self and the tables oh. turn. And instead of being chased by Badalyn, you chase Badalyn herself. Right. So as you get towards the, I guess there's like three parts to each level. So at the end of the second part, you meet up with Granny and you have the little heart to heart and Theo comes oh, down that's and right. says, yep. Good call. are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I've got knocked down. I don't know if I can climb the mountain again. And Granny laughs at you as as she does. But then the you have the realization moment that no, this part that I've been running away from and hiding from is is part of me, and I need to I need to actually deal with that and embrace yeah. it. Yep. And so then that does lead into like you mentioned, where you're trying to have a heart to heart with Madeline. And she says, oh, now you want you want me. Well, I'm not going to go with you. So you have to end up chasing her. And this is one of the best chase sequences, I think, in a oh, video yeah. game. Being the chaser and one of the best boss battles in a video game, really. Um, at this point, like mechanically, the player has gotten to where they're pretty comfortable with everything. And there's yeah. a lot of nice shortcuts that you can try out. But... Uh, just the satisfaction of jumping through the hoops and um, the nice hit that you get on battle in each at the end of each room is so satisfying. Yep, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, yeah. That uh, I I forgot about that that talk with Granny. Granny very much reminded me of the Oracle from the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> in some yeah. ways, where you know, in Matrix One, where she's like do you think you're the one? He's like, nope. And she's like, yeah, you're right. And it was just pretty much a like, you have to decide, like you have to choose who you are and you have to 
embrace, you know, not just who you are, but who you want to be. And, and just, uh, granny just kind of taking that, that kind of a very standoffish mentor role that actually was, you know, kind of thrown her, not thrown her in the deep end, but, but being very much not like Theo, who was like trying to encourage her and, and stuff. And granny took the very much the, you got to figure it out, girl. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get going. Dose of reality. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and you're right. Uh, Nate, that chase scene is definitely one of the best battle, uh, boss battles in video games. You're not chasing her to beat her up, to destroy her. You're, you're, cha- you're pursuing her to confront and embrace her. And uh, this is for me where the story got super real and really hit me hard because there are definitely, uh, there are definitely aspects of myself that I don't like. You know, mm-hmm. 40 years later, I'm still like dealing with some aspects of my personality or my my weaknesses, my failures. And it's something that you just want to sweep under the rug or you want to avoid or you want to say, you know, it's not really there. It's, you know, or, you know, even as a Christian, we're like, I'm forgiven. So I don't I can just ignore it. Jesus has got me covered. And, you know, you know, in 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 the Bible, we're asked to give all of ourselves and and uh, allow ourselves to be accepted by him. And so like this transition through this chapter into the next chapter, when you finally reach the summit is some of the most powerful storytelling that I've experienced and and the reason why it's in the top five for me, like it hit me on such a personal level. And uh, it was at this point that it really clicked and, uh, I really enjoyed, um, that pursuit. And then, and then going into the summit where, you know, you reach, uh, well, you see the summit, you know, it's coming and it, pretty much the, the last principal chapter, the last normal chapter in the game is, uh, is pretty much all the different levels and you're going through all the phases, except once you reach battle end, you, you, you merge and you accept each other. And uh, it really, um, it, it teaches you about accepting yourself, identifying that we need to trust ourselves and stop trying to stuff away and ignore who we are and to, uh, you know, to, to do that. And so that was a really cool aspect of the story. I thought, what'd you guys think? She becomes super Madeline. Yeah. (laughs) Gets a double jump. Yep. From there. I'm like, ah, no one's going to stop me now. I got double jump. Right. We're good. One of the points it communicates here in the story is that, once you stop working against yourself and um, work through your trauma and through your experience, then you can become more equipped and more able to conquer the mountain that you're trying to climb, which is really incredible as well. Yeah, couldn't couldn't say it any better. It's ultimately coming to that, you know, acceptance and working within within that you know that's that's ultimately where where she lands is is you know i i this is not something i can essentially split from me um but i but i'm going to choose to you know work within it and mm-hmm. and 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 around it and so um yeah, it's definitely, again, just tastefully, tactfully done. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. And for me, uh, as I, I have to do for most, most movies, games, stories, anything that has a really deep message. It just, to me, it's like an automatic connection to Christ. And it makes me be reminded of, of the fact that he accepts me for who I am. Uh, he encourages me, of course, to grow beyond who I am now and who I have been uh, to be a better version of myself, which is in this game, you become a Madeline becomes a better version of herself by accepting her dark side and not, not letting her uh, dark side, just be her dark side. She, she accepts that it's, it's all of her. She needs to embrace and trust. And, and, you know, for us as Christians, that's what we do with Christ. We, you know, he accepts us for who we are, but then we offer ourselves to him and, and serve him and love him. And just as he loved us and, and we love others and, and just kind of pay that forward. And so Madeline does this in this game and it's, it's really impactful. It's really good. And, uh, and of course the last area does not pull any punches. I actually, at some point, I can't remember if I stopped streaming or if I just ignored the stream altogether. I got so frustrated. And so like, I thought it got so hard, even at the end, I was like, I'm doing this, but man, this is tough. I remember Patrick was there for a lot of it. He was encouraging me, uh, stupidly epic prime. Um, he was there encouraging me. It was uh, a group effort for sure. But, uh, reaching that summit, like getting to the top of that digital mountain was such a cathartic and just satisfying feeling. Um, what'd you guys think of that final leg of the journey? What is the name of the final ascent? Is it called the ascent? Yeah, it's called the, the ascent or the summit. I can't, I think what I had looked up at it, it was called the summit, but it might be the, the ascent also sounds familiar. I got um, it right here. I can look it up as yep. well. Fact check. Yeah, we don't want the Google machine. We don't want Leo or Leon to <laughs> rear his ugly head and be like, nope, you're wrong. The summit, yes. The summit, okay. So yeah, um, on this level with your double boosting upgrade, you get to uh, re-progress through each of the previous levels. Yep. Um, the uh, red blobbies, unfortunately, make a return. Ooh, at least it's a smaller area than the hotel. Yes, it's a smaller yeah. area. Um, but yeah, it's like getting the opportunity to see where you've been and uh, progress through those areas again is very satisfying. Yeah. And then um, I found that once you got toward the top of the mountain, and this is untreaded area i thought the challenge actually was a little lessened because they changed the room mechanic to be a checkpoint flag mechanic yeah yes yep and it gave you a countdown almost like it yes was, exactly you so you're like out. okay i only have seven more six yep. five but yeah yep and i think the great thing about the design on the summit itself is um that it lets you breathe and relax into all the skills that you've been developing throughout the game. Yep. And so that's another layer of the storytelling is that you as the player have grown throughout the game and in your comfortability with how the controls work. And then you, as you work with Badalyn and um, you're finally working together and you get to actually experience this last section and kind of roll smoothly through it it's yeah. very good storytelling yeah 
for sure. Yeah. So after that, you reach the summit, you get some nice, just picturesque moments. I liked how in between the little mini areas of each chapter you had already gone through, like you and Madeline kind of spin together and have little com- mini conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, I can't remember them all, but I felt like each one like touched on a different aspect of, you know, good mental health and dealing with depression and dealing with self-doubt. And mm-hmm. uh, it's really good. Like, I think this, this game is at a level where you could somehow as a teacher in psychology, you could apply, you could like assign this as homework, like yeah. play mm-hmm. through this game and then talk about it for, you know, a couple of weeks of class, like everybody do chapter one and then we'll talk about it next class or whatever. Like it would, it's, it's that, I think it's that well done. They definitely talked with, you know, mental health professionals, psychologists, they had to have the way they kind of help you work through that with the game mechanics was masterfully done. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in those conversations, you are still earning the trust back of dark Madeline after yes, working against that's what it was. the whole game. Yep. So takes time like, towards the bottom of the mountain. She's like, yeah, I don't know about this still, but then Madeline takes on the role of the encourager in that case. And um, then as you get to the top, you see that trust build up so that you can make it to the top. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, so you get to the top, have a, like I said, nice picture, picturesque moment. Uh, I took a lot of screenshots during this. Oh yeah. And um, then you just have a celebra- celebratory uh, hangout with Theo, with Granny, with Madeline. Uh, Mr. Oshiro shows up, uh, finally leaving the hotel and uh, mm-hmm. taking a little bit of a mini vacation. Um, and you go back to Granny's little house, and you. Uh, you you finish your journey and you strawberry uh, pie. make a strawberry pie, which that changes what the pie looks like. Like I insinuated with Chris's ten strawberries, depending on how many strawberries you had, it depend it it affected what your strawberry pie looked like, and it affected what everybody's faces looked like. When you look mm-hmm. at the the final screen, some people are super happy when you have lots of strawberries. We only get some of them. They're like, uh, Badlands. Like I think for Chris's Badlands, like this is uh it. <laughs> kind of making yeah. a face like this is the worst pie I've ever seen in my life. So, yep. yeah, yeah, All right. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Evelyn's definitely the one who's the most into the pie on those screenshots. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Well, you guys have any final thoughts about Celeste you want to share? So there are two post-game levels. Yeah. There are. Um, there's the heart of the mountain, and then there was a DLC which was actually the moon. Yeah. Um, the heart of the mountain, you have to kind of earn your way there because you have to collect the hidden crystal hearts to get into that level. And that one is fun. Uh, again, it gets harder and harder as the game goes. You know, it, it is harder. And actually, the mechanic for that level is that you don't regain your boosting ability when you hit the ground. You actually have to recharge on a crystal and, or leave the room and come back again in order to okay. regain your boosting ability. And then gotcha. the moon levels, uh, the gist of it is that you have to really dig into the mechanics of the game. There's like hidden boosting mechanics that you have to really rely on. And that one's just really hard. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's yeah. chapter, we, we covered the, the seven chapters. Right. Uh, and then chapter eight is core and chapter nine is farewell. I haven't done those yet. I mm-hmm. definitely intend to do them. 
yeah. I'm not sure yet in in my pursuit of the platinum if I'm also going to do accessibility with those chapters. We'll see. I might try them straight up, and then if it gets too crazy, I'll just turn on the accessibility. From a story um, standpoint, do them. Whether do you them. need, yeah, whether you need to, all right, turn on accessibility or not, do them. Yeah. Did you do? Did you guys do? those other chapters too certainly did yes i right. played those um i've gotten every strawberry in the game and there are also bonus levels for each yeah, of like the chapters a b and c side or something yes. like that yeah so i've beaten all the b sides i have not beaten all of the c sides yet i was going to try to do that before we did the spoilers but yeah. haven't gotten there yet but gotcha 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 yep Love the strawberries. They're my favorite part of the game. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about covers us covers us for that uh, scintillating Celeste conversation. Um, yeah. So join us next time for, I think, the next spoiler cast we're going to do is Ratchet and Clank. Uh, that'll be coming at you here in the next week or two. Um, if you are the giving type, you can feel free to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Spotify. Helps us reach new joiners. We would appreciate it. Uh, feel free to join us on Discord, Twitch. We're streaming Sunday to Saturday. Um, Twitter, all the links are in the show notes. So you don't have an excuse not to uh, check us out and hang out and converse with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Celeste as well. All righty then. Uh, Marcy B and Nady E. Along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.